Hello, stranger. Do you like to read? Read? What's happening? Am I dead? I bet you like zombie books. I like food. Do you have food? You don't need food at dividedbyzerobooks.com. It's full of nutrient-rich science fiction. Ugh, I'm stuck in an ad, aren't I? Once I stop talking, reality will collapse until someone plays this ad again. This isn't the first time we've had this discussion, and it won't be the last. Hello, stranger. Do you like to read? Hey, this is Derwin from the Blanket Portrait of Solitude. And in my many travels, I have met some pretty fantastic people. And I had the pleasure of meeting one such gentleman at the Irish American Festival in uh, Ohio, where it's an excuse for people to go dress up like leprechauns and drink lots of Guinness, which I found to be delicious. So this guy I met uh, became a friend of mine, which is difficult in your 30s because everybody I've interviewed so far on this program has been like an old army body. But I'm like, oh, I have a new friend that I can spotlight and a person I think is amazing. And this guy, so amazing, traveled two hours to move a fridge from one end of my house to another. (laughs) He thought it was going to be four hours, right? Because he thought that, it took four hours to get from his house to my house in one trip. I'm like, no, that's the round trip. Like, and it's so true and, too. And he just picked it up and just threw it like a gorilla. It was a big fridge. It was not small. Uh, I want to introduce my new friend, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hey, Darwin. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. So, what do you do, Nick? Having me. I am, uh, my official job title is systems furniture installer. Yeah. And it's a big fancy word for saying I put shit together for a living. I'm one of those crazy fuckers that, you know, those people that like you get Ikea furniture and you have that crazy friend that you're not really sure about, but he likes to put that kind of shit together. I'm sure. that dumbass. Sure. That's awesome. <laughs> and then I found out you could get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, there you go. So were you always that guy? No, no, I was a, uh, got a job at an IT outsourcing warehouse, which we did, took care of all of, uh, oh, fuck, they're under, they don't care anymore. We took care of all of GE's, uh, a, a big chunk of GE's IT needs. Sure. Like, we yeah. leased them the computers, give them tech support, all that good stuff. So I did a little bit of everything in that warehouse for them. And then uh, I got on as a service technician uh, working on parking garage equipment. Wow. Yeah. There's there's a dude that goes around and makes sure parking equipment still works. You're like a really useful guy. Yeah, but like it's a really niche field. And I was like the whole time I, I did that for like four or five years. I was like, man, I'm good at this. I love being a service technician. Get to travel around, you know, work on low voltage equipment, this, yeah. that, the other. And then uh, at the beginning of 2020, I got called into a meeting and uh, I got let go. Oh, uh, no. sorry, not let go. I got laid off. Okay, so this was uh, right at the start of the pandemic. So my company, the company I worked for, but they're based out of uh, a European nation. Got it. So I and I found out, you know, after the COVID thing started, they were based out of in an area where they could see what was coming. Yeah. 
So they laid uh, they laid a huge work they laid a huge chunk of their workforce in the U.S. off before COVID became a thing. So like the beginning of February, I was laid off, and then I was out of work all the way until January of 2021. Wow! When I got on doing the systems furniture installer thing, when I applied for that job, I had no idea what I was walking into, and the guys that interviewed me like explained to me like the job role, and I was like, oh. And they're like, yeah, we looked at your resume. We really didn't think like you knew what you were applying for. I'm like, I didn't. But at the same time, like, <laughs> as long as you're willing to meet me, you know, at what, what I, I'm looking to get paid. And they're like, well, what are you looking to get paid? And I was like, I'm looking to make at least this much. And they're like, sold. And I was like, shit, I should have said like $10 <laughs> higher. <laughs> and then I was like, they're like, but hey, we're going to have a, your job's going to require a bunch of travel. Like. 50 to 60 percent and i was like i mean my previous job was a lot of travel let's do it (laughs) but let me talk to my girlfriend so you know i don't you know i'm like i've just started seeing this girl it's the first time i've seen someone for longer than like a month like let me ask her because you know shit i don't want to be single again (laughs) i you know i I, I get it. You meet somebody, you're like, oh, she's so far above my station. I whatever she wants is fine with me. So let, let's <laughs> let's back up a, just a hair, sir. So you got let go um, in March of 2020 when they Not were February, proje- but yeah. February, yeah, when they were projecting 15 million dead by like June of 2020. Well, so I got let go, and I had when I got let go, I had just started hearing about some weird virus that's like going through china and shit yeah so i had i had no idea what was going on like i wasn't really watching the news because i'm a terrible terrible millennial i don't watch the news you know when i get my news i get it from reddit i remember around that time there was like a third of the country was unemployed and i remember a quarter mile north of my house there was a bread line that had 5,000 people go through in one Saturday. That doesn't normally happen in my neighborhood. So, and like, I have stood in a bread line as an adult man because of poverty, right? And I'm like, oh, holy fuck. <laughs> like, like, I've seen pictures of the depression where that shit happened. And I'm like, uh-oh, <laughs> that's a bad sign. So... And I'm so glad to get your perspective on this because while well, you weren't in the breadline, but you were, you had to go through the hellish unemployment so, saga. So, right. So I lucked out, you know, I was, I was living with a family member at the time. Sure. So, you know, one of those things, like I didn't have to worry about rent right away. Yeah. I also had, you know, I had a four, I, and I say had, I had a 401k. <laughs> I'm working on, you know, getting that back now, but you know, into the world, that. baby, it is okay. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where, you know, I, so so I worked for a company. Yeah. Installing, I'm just going to call it product A. Product A. So we installed this product A and we also installed some other products. Sure. You know, whatever. Well, that company went under. So product A is what I mainly installed. I was certified to install Products A's company came in and took over all the accounts that my the company I worked for had with Product A to service those because they had contracts with them. Sure. So 
I got hired by company A, by, you know, product A's company. Yeah. So I started working for them. Well, when they, they're the ones that laid me off. Yeah. So when I got laid off by them, I was unemployed for all of like three weeks from the previous company. But when I got laid off by them, I was filed under the state of Ohio. Well, the previous company was state of Kentucky. Oh, shit. So I filed for state of Ohio like I thought I was supposed to. Yeah. And then never heard anything. Oh, no. So you have to wait two weeks before you fucking hear anything anyway. (laughs) So I call these guys and, you know, I'm like trying to call them and you just go straight to voicemail. Mm -hmm. So I'm calling two or three times a day and then I'm calling and there's nothing like they turned the call. The the amount of calls they were getting were so bad. It was crashing their system. It was was like they had, I think they have like IP phones. Like it was crashing their systems or whatever. So they turned their fucking phones off and said, hey, you need to email us. (laughs) Like they turned the phones off. And whenever you called, you just got a recording. And you had to call several times just to get the recording that said, hey, you need to email this (laughs) thing. So I would send an email. I sent an email a day. And then finally, they're like, okay, you can go to this website and you can sign up and do this, that, and the other. So I go and I sign up and I get in and I I fill everything out and I go through the process. And then it's like, okay, well, we'll send you a message. I never got a message. So I'm emailing people, trying to, I'm calling three or four times a day. Fucking nothing. So finally, and so through this point, I'm, you know, pulling money out of my 401k you know, doing odd jobs for people. Sure. Just not, you know, not going anywhere, turtling in place, you know. Uh, I mean. Ready. It's crazy readying time. for, you know, whatever race war, whatever was going to happen. <laughs> at the time. You know, whatever the media told me was going to happen, you know. <laughs> the, the fun thing about 2020 was that America going out of 2019 wasn't super cohesive. We'll say no. And no. then we had extreme wildfires, race riots, a deadly virus, and and political unrest all at the same time. Like, yeah, that's about three too many things for a country that's lacking in cohesion to handle properly. I mean, it's America. We're a bunch of ADHD motherfuckers. Like, literally, all this was going on, and there was a squirrel with a sprinkler running around outside. We didn't know which way to look. <laughs> I, I, Me, I I watched the sprinkler squirrel. I, you know, I I just kind of, like, poked my head out. I'm like, well, no one's rioting in my neighborhood, and there's no, you know, and no fires. That's kind of how I felt, but, you know, on the on the upside to being unemployed during 2020, I would go so to keep myself sane because all I did was you know get up, call the unemployment line, and then play. Like no one was hiring at the time, so like I'd check out Indeed and stuff, but then I'd just sit and you know play a video game. Yeah. So you know after about three weeks of that, and I, I hate to admit it, I got a little bored of playing that same video games. I mean, those same only, video games. Donkey Kong Country only goes so far. I get it. True, true. Um, uh, but I'd go out and I'd go and I'd drive. I just drive around and go from store to store to store and pick up 
you know, I'd text my family and be like, hey, who needs toilet paper? <laughs> and they'd be like, me, me, me. So I'd go and I'd pick up toilet paper and I'd go drop it off and they'd pay me back for it and, you know, give me a couple extra bucks for gas money or whatever. And that's what I'd do. I'd go, if there was a shortage on something, I'd go look around different places. You were Instacart. See what I could find. How was it Instacart? I wasn't charging them an arm and a leg. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, kind of this, kind of the similar, same concept. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck that. That was what Instacart wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So instead, and, and I'm not laughing at your situation. Oh, I'm no, laughing it's at been, the massive it's been long incompetence. Enough, you can laugh at the situation. You know, you know, tragedy plus time equals comedy. It's fucking hilarious now. Yeah. If you can't laugh at it, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of, I don't know, making a bigger phone system, they said, eh, fuck it. We're not taking any phone yeah, calls. So, so, yeah, they, you know, they, they were trying to figure out their way to handle it all. So to, to make a long and painful story short, yeah. <laughs> they wound up saying, they wound up tell, coming back and telling me, oh, well, you worked for the company. I don't remember how many days it was. So let, let's say I worked like, three days shy of being able to file for Ohio unemployment. So I had to go back and file for Kentucky unemployment. And I imagine Kentucky was about the same. Kentucky, actually, I I went in, I did my thing. I I figured it out. You know, I tried calling them a couple times, but never got a hold of anyone. So, you know, finally I figured it out. I got it in and like, I people were like, well, why don't you just go back and file? Like you can file for the back for like your back unemployment for all that time and i'm like you know i made it through you know and all this time i'm hearing of like people that are like losing their house you know that are that are having to wait in food lines and i'm like like you know i had to buy like ramen and you know tuna mac you know and make tuna mac for a couple you know for a year like i had to eat like a broke college kid for a year like i mean i really there were people eating I mean, a lot worse than us last year. Right, man. right. It's one of those things. Like I was still eating three squares a day, and I lived. Like I said, I lived with a family member. Yeah. So it's one of those things. If I was like hurting too, but I mean, like they were fe- like, I'm a big boy. I wasn't going hungry. Exactly. Right? Like, you don't have any kids, so you know I get it. Like, right, right. It's one of those things. Like you know, it was just and you know, you know, it was just me. You know, I had my girlfriend and that, but it's like. I wasn't supporting anyone but myself. So, so we're in May, May, June. So when did you start? Because I'm really glad I'm getting this, you know, because your story is what's so common last year. And I feel like there's a lot of people. I have just dozens and dozens of people that listen to my podcast. And there's dozens of people that would be interested in hearing a story just like theirs. Fair enough. (laughs) So, I mean, it took, it probably took me three or four months to figure out that I had to apply for Kentucky. Fuck. And then I started applying in Kentucky and they're like, yeah, you have to apply for jobs. They're like, you don't have, or no. So, so that was what the weird thing was. They're like, you don't have to apply for jobs because it's a state of emergency. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I mean, I was like, so what I do is I'd apply, I'd go through Indeed and I'd apply like. Monday, I'd apply to like 10 or 15 jobs. Yeah. Well, after, you know, like three months of doing this and not hearing anything, I was just like, okay, well, I'll apply like once or twice a month. 
maybe. Mm-hmm. So that was for a few months. And then all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, uh, we didn't tell you, but for to get paid for last week, you had to have applied to two jobs. So, like, I missed a week of unemployment, which, you know, wasn't a big, wasn't a big deal. But, yeah, because then I was so like, hey, that. I, and, like, and I, I've been applying for jobs, but, like, I applied, like, the day before, like, that week. So, like, it started on Sunday. I think I had applied on, like, the Friday or Saturday before that. Yeah. And then I had, like, applied that Sunday when I did it. And I was like, well, I have the two for this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm so annoyed about that. I, I For you, not I mean, you know. I, oh, I, yeah. No, no, no. But it's one of those it just It's just the way it is. But then it was like, you know. So but, I like, it shouldn't be that. <laughs> it, it shouldn't be that. Because, like. You know, fucking Gene Simmons got $2 million of PPP money. Yeah. You didn't apply for enough fucking jobs, so you missed a week of unemployment. I'm sorry. I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, well, the weird, the weirdest thing to me was, like, and I get a lot of people really needed it, but that yeah. extra, like, 600 bucks, like, that shit, I never applied for it. I never asked for it. Yeah. It just showed up in my bank account. Like, I called them, and I was like, hey, I did not apply for any extra, like, you know, I was supposed to get, you know, like, let, let's say I was supposed to get, like, eight, 800 bucks sure. for for that, that stint or whatever, and then an extra, like, $1,200 shows up, and I was like, hey, um, <laughs> like, I, I just want to make sure that, like, you guys aren't going to be asking for this 1200 back again, like... That's your... And they're like, no, no, like you're li- you're good. That's just that's the you know the COVID relief shit. And I was like, okay, could I? And at that point, like the greedy, like the greedy hamster in the back of my head is like, you could totally apply for those weeks that you missed, still, right? Like that's a thing we could do, right? Yeah. Like, would we get that six hundred bucks a week that we missed for like three months? Like, like that paycheck? Like I could have bought a house, bro. <laughs> I, I could have bought a house on unemployment. You I, know, now I'm looking back at it, the housing market right now. Like I really fucked up. I could have bought house. I could have made my own business. <laughs> I remember when they were handing us stimulus checks, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, I took yeah, I mean, it. Like, but... like, like I was, you know, I, I think we were both raised in you know similar fashions where it's like definitely, you know. You don't have to go ask people for money, but like, if someone hands you money, like, I mean, twelve hundred bucks is twelve hundred bucks, you know? Yeah, like, like you you're, you just gave me twelve hundred bucks. Like, who can't use twelve hundred bucks, dude? It the weird thing was like those stimulus checks. Like, at some point, like I was like, is the government just like watching? like my life right now because like those stimulus checks came in and i won't lie like every time those fuckers came in like i was like damn like i don't know how i'm gonna make it to next week and like the stimulus check dropped and i'm like damn uncle sam how'd you hear me <laughs> i mean the nsa is tracking them you know you, you, look nsa thank you <laughs> thank you nsa for keeping me flush <laughs> keeping us safe for american democracy and telling the IRS when I need money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. As long as the check clears, we're good, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I hear you, man. So now the summer was kind of squirrely for the whole country, right? Like, because it was kind of like last year almost kind of went in phases. Because the first phase was like, holy shit, there's a virus and we don't know what it is. And the second phase, everything, like, everything, like, oh, we're going to shut down, but then we aren't going to shut down, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do a partial shutdown (laughs) and we're going to like kind of half ass it. And, but we're still going to let a bunch of states say that we aren't shutting down, but then we really did shut down. And then, cause luckily I was unemployed. Like that's one of those things. Like I I hate to say, but luckily I was unemployed during that. So like, I didn't have to worry about like, cause the dudes that work that I work with now, like they were all like, they're like, they're all movers and shit. So they were all like, our company filed the paperwork. They were all deemed essential employees. <laughs> they had to carry paperwork on them at all times. Like when they were going out to work that said, Hey, I'm an essential employee. And like, even when I started, the, I started there January of 2021. And there was like, you go places and it's like, Oh, you have to wear a mask in here. Mm-hmm. But like, you'd get to the room where you're putting shit together and like, Oh, it's just you guys. Oh, you can take your masks off while you're in this room. This room is connected to everywhere else, and it's like, like this room, the HVAC connects. Do you feel the breeze, or is an HVAC system? Like, it's one of those things. Like, you know, we'd be in a big, huge, open room. Like, we're working in a corner, and like, oh, you can take your masks off here because you're in like your working space. Because like all the people like at their cubicles take their shit off. We hear somebody sneeze across the room, and I'm just like, well, I mean, you if I get it. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, of course, now I can say I can say that, you know, if I get it, I get it because, you know, I got it. <laughs> Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's go into your COVID story because okay. not only are because you're the only guy I know who got hospitalized last year. And yeah. that doesn't take away from anything from, you know, the hundreds of thousands of people who died or the millions of people missing their loved ones. So how did you get COVID? So I, I genuinely do not know. So for the the I the company I work for, we do a lot of moving for. At the time, we were doing a lot of jobs at like hospitals and stuff, sure. where we drop stuff off, we move stuff around for them. Mm-hmm. And you know, while we're there, we wear a mask, we wash our hands. Sure, everybody had hand sanitizer. I mean, it's one of those things that like we did. We took all the appropriate steps in that. Yeah. So I've been working around. Uh, around a couple hospitals when we went, you know, we'd be up and down there. And then, uh, right before. So I got sick on a Wednesday, the Sunday before I also had gone out to dinner. Uh, you know, we wore our masks, you know, we got down, sat at our table, took our masks off. We ate dinner there. Um, so So how long were you unemployed? I was unemployed for a full year. Didn't get sick at all that entire time. So you got COVID in January. I got COVID in March of oh. 2021. Oh, oh, so I started. So I started my new job in January. <laughs> that I got, sucks so much. So I got. So I got COVID in the like beginning of March. Like it was like the the second or third week in March. Yeah. So I woke up on like, like let's say that week, like Monday, Tuesday. I woke up and I had like a tickle in the back of my throat, but you know. Yeah. It's still cold as balls outside. I'm in and out of the truck all day. Sure. I thought I just had like a little sniffle. And, you know, I'm a big dude. I snore. Yeah. You know, it sounds like a lumberjack sawing through logs when I sleep sometimes. 
Sure. I thought I just slept funny and snored real bad. So, you know, I'm popping, you know, throat loss and, you know, recolas all day. You know, just pounding water and that. But so, Monday, Tuesday, no problem. Wednesday, you know, I felt tired. I thought I just didn't get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. But the further I went through the day Wednesday, the more I just felt run down. Like, sure. I felt like somebody whooped my ass and I didn't know what was going on. Like, I told the dude I was working with, I'm like, I really wish I would have got real drunk last night because that would explain <laughs> how I feel right now. <laughs> so I was supposed to go out with my girlfriend for a, a date night that night. I called. So I was at the end of the day, I was helping preload a truck for the next day. And the dude I was working with was like, dude, man, you look like shit right now. Get out of here. Go home. Go to bed. Like, Jesus Christ, get out of here. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm going. So I took off. I called my girlfriend on the way home and I was like, hey, I feel like an absolute bucket of shit. Mm -hmm. I'm going home. I'm going to bed. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. We'll reschedule. We'll figure something out. She's like, okay. So I called into work uh, Thursday because I had a, you know, I checked myself. I had a fever. I mean, I was like laying in bed, sweating like a, sweating like a whore in church and then freezing my ass off, you know, like the next 20 minutes. Sure. So I was like, okay, I got a fever, that stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to work. Call in uh, Thursday. Thursday, like, afternoon felt better. Yeah. Felt good. I'm like, whatever. Told my boss, like, yeah, it should be fine. I'll let you know. In the, I'll let you know, you know, for sure in the morning. But I should be on my way in tomorrow. Uh, I tried to get on. Uh, just, I didn't still didn't see my girlfriend that week at all. So we were like, okay, well, let's get online on uh, the Switch and play, like, Stardew Valley or whatever together. We played for, like, 20 minutes, and I got a migraine, which never happens when I play video games. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm starting to feel bad. I'm just going to go to sleep. Hopefully I'll be fine in the morning. Yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, I woke up, you know, Friday morning, felt like shit. So I called my boss. I'm like, hey, man, I still feel like a bucket of crap. I go, I'm going to sleep, sleep it off today. And I'm like, if I still feel like this tomorrow, I'll go get tested. He's like, go get tested today. Yeah. And I was like, I really don't want to like. I'm like, do I really gotta? Like, I really don't want to have to stick. You know, I don't want to get a Q-tip stuck up. You know, I don't need my brain tickled. Like, oh I'm good. my god! Like, I just got. I'm like, I just got like the flu or something, man. Like, I don't got the vid. Like, I'm I'm good. Like, I was of the opinion like it's it's a bunch of bullshit. Like, I'm a I'm a young, healthy individual. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. No. I went to uh, I went to CVS through the drive-through. <laughs> and I had to administer my own COVID test. Yep. I've so yeah, that. I took the thing and you watched, they had like a video you could watch and it's like, yeah, you stick it up. And this is how I found out like people were getting screwed over. You just put it at the back of your nostril and you go up till you hit the little bridge, which is like, so it goes up to like where like your, if you feel on your nose, like where the bone is just past that, the little like not notch that comes up on the inside and Q-tip stops there. And you rub it around your nose. It doesn't feel great, but I've had a flu test where they shoved that shit up into your fucking sinus cavity and then went searching for gold. Like, hey, if you're not bleeding, I'm not happy. <laughs> and I'm like, look here, Hitler. <laughs> I don't like, can we go? Can I go to Guantanamo and get waterboarded? Like, Jesus just- Christ, that has to feel better. 
<laughs> I don't need you to work out your daddy issues on my nostrils. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> no. I, no means no. <laughs> exactly. I we we got there. With the the National Guard was doing free testing a couple blocks from my house, and we oh fuck like I didn't know any of them, but like. This guy just fuck my, my nose was already kind of inflamed, and so I kind of have a sensitive nose. And then the whole time I'm holding my wife's hand, I'm like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and because uh, you know I'm a big baby, and <laughs> she's looking at me, and then she looks to the guy to her right, and he's like, "Ma'am, I wish I could say that it's not going to be that unpleasant, but it is." Because there's like two different types of tests, right? There's the rapid test which shows like an active infection for, and then there's like the PCR test. There, there's one, there's one that they shove deeper into you. Cause like the way your nose. Ah, goes, okay. Yeah. I didn't get the deeper one. Yeah. Like your nose, it goes up and kind of hooks back down into your throat. Right. Like yeah. that, that's yeah. how the cavity goes. And so there's, if they want a, a, a more act, the most accurate one goes deeper in and, uh, I don't know if I offended that guy or something, but man, I, I, I got home and I just kind of like held my wife and cried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sensitive flower, Nick. What can I tell you? Yeah. So, so did my did my nose thing, gave yeah. it to him, went home, went back to sleep. I got an email, I don't remember, Saturday or Sunday, and they're like, B-I-N-G-O, you got it. <laughs> I'm like I didn't know I was looking for it but okay <laughs> so I called my boss and I was like hey I got it I called my boss I'm getting a phone call from Hamilton County and they're like yo we heard you got the vid and I was like damn word quit. I just found out I got the vid like 20 minutes ago <laughs> and they're like yeah and they're like uh, you live with people right and I was like Yes, I do. I'm like, uh, I live with uh, two family members. One's fully vaccinated. And the other one, uh, his has had COVID within the last year. And they're like, oh, great. Well, as long as you aren't like in direct contact with them, like sharing food and shit, like, you know, pretty much as long as you aren't locking lips with them, like they're good. You, they don't need to quarantine. Sure. And I was like, Really? Because, you know, at the beginning of, like, back when the COVID shit first started, my little brother was exposed to somebody with COVID, and the entire house had to quarantine for three weeks. I mean, no one knew what the, the same, fuck was going on. The same <laughs> Hamilton County people called us and were like, you cannot leave your house for three weeks. And we're like, word? Promises? <laughs> like, sure. We're good. Like, and it was one of the things, like, we had a vacation. And then, like, my little, like, during that three weeks, my little brother, like, took, had to get it tested. He popped positive. So we had to wait three, so we, or no, we had to wait two weeks while we had to wait till he got tested. When he got tested, he popped positive, and we all had to wait in the house for two, for three weeks. <laughs> and we're like, all right. But then, like, I get it, and they're like, just so you know, like, since you uh, popped positive, <laughs> you need to quarantine for 10 days after 10 days so after 10 days pass then 24 hours after your symptoms end you can go back to work (laughs) and i was like damn it's been less than a year and we went from hey 
dude you live with got it. <laughs> you need to stay in your room for three weeks to <laughs> 10 days will do you. And I was like, all right, sounds good. So this was like, so, this was like Saturday, Sunday. So needless to say, I progressively got worse. Yeah. To the point where I think Monday I got on, I got online and I, you know, I couldn't go grocery shopping or whatever. So I got on Amazon and I like ordered like every bit of uh, like I ordered like three Pedialytes and then just like I, I believe the uh, the accurate statement here, real scientific, is a metric fuck ton of Gatorade, <laughs> three things of uh, of Nyquil. Yeah, you know, because you know I wanted them to think I was making meth. I mean. Um, <laughs> Yo, I just tested positive for COVID. We're making like, that. That's what's happening. You know what? <laughs> and then uh, I can't remember what else. But I, I got all like the the fits. Oh, and great! Like some told me like I want grapes, and then I ordered like some other food too. Like so, I ordered a bunch of like soup and stuff. Like I tried eating the soup. I take like two like two spoonfuls, yeah. and I'm just like, Ugh. I mean, and grapes are delicious. That's people like grapes. Yeah, I would eat it. So for like three, like three or four days, I'd eat a handful of grapes, like two or three times a day, and that's all I ate for like two or three days. And I didn't like, I didn't like consciously think about it. Like I wasn't eating anything but grapes until after the fact. But it's like this whole time, I'm just laying in my bed, and then I would get like the only I'd lay in bed and drink Gatorade and take medicine, I and mean, then get up. And go across the hall and piss. And I then mean, go back to bed. Yeah. This this happened for like three or four days. And then finally, one of the family members I lived with was a nurse. And I was like, hey, I need you to check me out. Like, I feel like I'm having, like, I feel like I might be having, be like short of breath or whatever. But like, you know, I come from a family where we have some people that, you know, they overreact when they get like a head cold. Like I'm dying. Now, well, granted, I, I tell my girlfriend that all I, the time. I'm like, the biggest I, hypochondriac in the world. I am. Yeah. You know, it, at one point, dudes I worked with, we'd go to WebMD, and it's like, you know, how many clicks? Like, oh, my elbow hurts. You got, <laughs> you have elbow cancer, <laughs> or you hit your knee on something, dumbass. You know. <laughs> What's worse is like. I have a little, I just just enough medical knowledge to really scare myself sometimes. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I you know they uh, my my family they put the uh, an eye watch on my wrist. Yeah, and I didn't know this. The eye watch can tell your O2 levels. Well, my O2 levels were like I think it was like mid to high eighties. That's bad. Right, right. But, you know, me being an uneducated idiot that I am, I was like, oh, 80%. That's still pretty high. <laughs> yeah, I found out that when your family members take you to the hospital and you can barely walk through the door because you're out of breath and you sit down and they tell the lady behind the counter admitting people like, oh, yeah, he has COVID. He has his mask on. 
uh, we tested his O2 level, and his O2 level was in the in eighty something. And uh, she went, "Oh, someone will be right with you." <laughs> Holy shit, he's gonna fucking <clears throat> die! <laughs> like, like she got, like, like she pepped up, like she didn't be like, oh, she didn't like panic or anything, but she's like, she started moving with a purpose. And I've been to the emergency room, like bleeding profusely, and they've been like. Yeah, take a seat, dumbass. Yeah. You shouldn't. You shouldn't try and break up a dog fight while you're drunk. That's really dumb. <laughs> and I was like, "You're you're right. I was I was really dumb. I, I just I, I just needed feet in shame. I just need to take a minute to appreciate that story and how just wonderful that story is. Apparently, I wasn't supposed to bring up a dog fight when I was drunk. Yeah, I got my finger partially amputated, but that's a whole other story. Can I see for it? another time? You're going to need to get me drunk to tell that one. Can I, can I see this finger, though? Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is yeah, proof. It was the middle finger. <laughs> if you're going to have a finger partially amputated, take it from me, kids. You want the middle one. Because <laughs> then when people ask you, like, well, what finger did that happen to? You have a perfectly good excuse to flip everyone off. <laughs> okay, so you're not breaking up dog fights while you've been drinking, right? You're right. Actually- so, like, like this lady, she perched up. Somebody comes out, they throw my, you know, they like, oh, can you get in a wheelchair? I'm like, you want to put me in a chair that moves for me? Shit, <laughs> I think I can manage. Like I'm the president. Yeah. <laughs> So I get in there and they like flop the things down. They're like, put your feet in here. I'm like, I don't even have to raise my own legs. People take care of you, pamper you. Exactly. So they roll me, they roll me back there and they throw me, they, they get me up in a bed and uh, they come in and they're like, we got to do an EKG on you. And I'm like, okay, well, they, they, sorry, they put an oxygen line in my nose. And I don't know if you know this, but if you have like, have trouble breathing and they put an oxygen line into you it's like they hit you on like they put you on speed like you mm-hmm. feel a thousand times better like i felt like i could have got up and like walked across the room and been like yeah instead <laughs> of being like i really think i'm gonna die right <laughs> which was a big deal for me at that point i mean dying would be a big deal for me <laughs> you know fuck i mean I'm not going to lie. Like, like, so I wouldn't, so that was, so I got sick Wednesday. This is the following Wednesday. I'm, I'm being admitted into the hospital. Sure. Like that Tuesday night, I remember being like, man, like if I didn't wake up, I don't think I'd give a fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> Word. I've done some things. Let's get the yeah. book out. Review them. <laughs> like, like, look, I know I've made some mistakes, but I mean, this got to make up for some of them, right? <laughs> is this balancing? Is this karma? Am I supposed to build churches after this? Because <laughs> like, I'm not, a, I mean, I am a good, I'm good with my hands. Yeah, I think you got to build churches now, bud. <sighs> yeah, I don't think I can build churches. Like, I was not- raised Catholic and I'm not really in on the whole thing. <laughs> I don't really support them right now and their whole. <laughs> But once again, that's another story for another day. Yes, sir. So they take me back there, and they're like, "We're gonna do this EKG." They got the they got the nose line in me. I'm like, "Yeah, whatever you gotta do." Like, you need me to take my pants off? I really don't care. This oxygen's the shit. 
I'm just happy I can breathe. <laughs> so they pull my shirt up and then realize, like, oh, like the lady's like, like I see the look on her face, like she's trying to figure out how to apologize for putting stickers on Wolverine's chest. <laughs> I mean, not like not like sexy Wolverine, like Fat Thor Wolverine. <laughs> I mean, Fat Thor, he fucked up Thanos. Fair enough. Fair enough. I love Fat Thor. Fat Thor is awesome. <laughs> She has the stickers and she's looking. And I go, oh, sweetie, don't worry about it. I know what I'm in for. I'm just happy to be breathing right now. <laughs> she's like, all right. So they're sticking this, these on there. And I, I'm a big old teddy bear. And I'll tell you what, when pe- when stuff like lightly touches your hair on your chest, it tickles. So, of course, now I am a big, sick teddy bear with yeah. a cam line. It was, it's a cam line on the nose, right? Uh, so they they hook me up all that they're giving me stuff and you know they're like they're like okay we're gonna give you an x-ray in that so they take my x-ray I'm laying in bed I'm laying in the in another bed and they're you know just giving me like I think they gave me they gave me like a steroid shot and I I think I've told you this before but the nurse gives me the steroids and he's he's like telling me everything he's gonna give me and you know I'm like half paying attention because I'm like oh my god I can breathe oh I can sleep and actually get like restful sleep now like this dude's talking to me and I'm just like shut up and stick me like god <laughs> like put it in already <laughs> and he's like he, so he's telling me all the drugs he's giving me and he's like and then I'm going to give you steroids and in my oxygen addled mind I'm like steroids let's get big <laughs> and, like, acting, like I'm pumping a, like I'm pumping iron and shit like I mean I'm a big dude. It was hilarious. The dude stops what he's doing, turns around and goes, say what? <laughs> or I think he said, like, excuse me. Like, the, the real Cincinnati thing, like, please or excuse me. Like, yeah. we say weird shit when we're, when we're really, we say, like, please or excuse me when we're really asking, could you repeat that? I didn't quite catch it. Yeah. So I immediately go, like, yeah. I said, steroids you know like you shoot up and you lift weights and you get big <laughs> and he's like do you mind if i tell the other nurses that i'm like yeah and so he's like he's like over there giggling the whole time i'm like i'm glad somebody else is feeling good right now <laughs> so he shoots he shoots me up so you know now i'm an addict uh, i mean <laughs> it's okay it's been a rough couple years man i get it yeah so they hit me up and then he's like, Hey, uh, the doctor just told me uh, they're going to want you to stay at least the night, probably for like a day or two. Uh, they want to admit you, is what it was. He didn't tell me how long. He's like, Yeah, the doctor said he wants to admit you. And I was like, Okay, that sounds like a plan. Like, I couldn't, like, less than six hours ago, I couldn't breathe. And I can now. And you guys are like, you should really stay the night. And I'm like, <laughs> I really like this O2. I should stay the night. <laughs> and he starts like, he starts going into this like pre-prepared speech of like why I should stay. And then like <clears throat> a couple, like a couple splines in, he stops and he goes, you said, okay. And I go, yeah, I said, okay. Why should I like, like I came to you guys because I was having trouble breathing. <laughs> Who the fuck am I to be like, nah, nah? I got a couple puffs of O2 in. I think I can take care of this on my own now. I got yeah, this. Yeah, I'm guys. good. 
I got, I got this. You know, I came for help, but I got this now. Yeah. And he's like, you like, he like gives me this like dead ass stare. And I'm like, Oh God, we do not pay nurses enough. He's like, you'd be surprised how many people don't want to like, don't want to listen to the doctor. And I was like, I mean, normally I would ignore the doctor too. Like when he says, you know, yeah, you really shouldn't do that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) But like to go back to your thesis statement, uh, I couldn't breathe six hours ago. And the nice magician who wants to make me breathe more would like me to stay in his home. So sure. Yeah. You know, those things. So he's like, okay. And he goes off to tell, uh, to tell the doctor and then like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's good to stay or whatever. So through this point, my, my, my family's texted me back and forth. And when I got admitted, I told them, you know, my, uh, my family can, you know, they can tell my family what's going on. Sure. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, my my family member calls and he, he's talking to the nurse and he goes, hey, you know, uh, now family member Nick, he got admitted. I'm just looking for an update. You know, they were texting me, but I was asleep. Yeah. So she tells him, uh, he, she goes, okay, yeah. Well, we did his chest x-ray. We just got it back. And he goes, okay, well, how's it look? And she goes, yeah, his chest x-ray looks really, really bad. You know, super medical terminology that you should tell someone that doesn't have a, that has no, no thing. So this family member they talked to, they, they're like, oh my God, Nick's going to (laughs) die. So they talk to another family member who's a nurse and they call in like, hey, what's going on with Nick? Um, And they're like, oh, yeah. And she's like, so, you know, other family member called in and they just told him that the x-ray looked really bad. Uh, We just want to know, like, is he alive? Um, (laughs) Is he going to die? Like, you need the priest or... She's like, I'm a nurse. Can you tell me what's going on? Like, you don't need to give me like dumb terms. Like, it looks really bad. Like, I that's like, that's mildly terrifying. I mean, that's like the, that's like you show up to the emergency room and they're like, damn, that's a lot of blood. <laughs> <clears throat> like, like if you hear like a firefighter or a cop show up and like, man, I didn't know a, a body held that much blood. You're like, oh, that guy's dead. <laughs> They called in. They're you know they're getting an update of like you know, oh you know he's on he's on oxygen everything you know, it doesn't look great but you know he's not he's not at that doorstep like we aren't putting him on a on a ventilator just yet Fuck. you know that kind of thing. So then that was the other thing like you know I'm there and this is still like early on so then they're like okay so I get admitted and they take me up to a room and they're like okay this is your room. And then they proceed to explain to me that COVID protocol is that you can't have visitors at the hospital and no one can come into my room that like, isn't supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. So like I had a nurse that would come in and check me. And then there was like a nurse's aide that would come in and like get my temperature and blood pressure. Sure. And then the doctor, like the doctors would come in like once a day and talk to me and let me know like, what they're doing to me pretty much yeah 
and you know like ask me some questions and i'd you know give them my answers you know how you feeling you know can you you know can you try this can you try that you know explain to me the drugs they're giving me and all that shit but so like they explained it to me and i'm like oh this is what prison must feel like <laughs> like they have an like I'm, i have an iv like with the, the big thing, so like I can't even like get up to go piss without having to pull a pole on with me. Like I have a ball. Like I felt like an old school like like prisoner. Yeah. I have the ball and chain hooked up to me. Like I gotta yeah. drag it across the floor. Like you were like facing charges. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like I'm getting like admitted. And, and at this point is where it started getting like real. Like oh shit, like. You know, this whole time that I had COVID this week, like, and I started progressively feeling worse, like, I felt like shit, but now I'm like, I feel okay enough still, but like, I still felt like garbage. Yeah. But like, my brain's like coming out of the oxygen deprivation fog that I've been in the past couple days where I've been like, you know, eat, piss, shit, drink, that's it, and then sleep the rest of the time. I'm like, oh, like, fuck, I have COVID. I'm in the fucking hospital. You know, I put up, they're like, oh, we got these yellow socks with these boot with these little grippers on there. We'd really appreciate it if you wore them. I'm like, sure. And once again, they're also, they start going into this like spiel of why I should wear them. And then they're like, oh, you said you would wear them. I'm like, yeah. Or, oh, no. So they, they like gave them to me like, when they came up and like the nurse comes in and like is giving me like my indoctrination speech. Yeah. And I had already put the damn things on because the lady that dropped me off said, hey, we really appreciate it if you wear these. Yeah. I was like, sweet, free socks, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so I put these things on and like she comes in and she goes, yeah, and those yellow socks, we really appreciate it if you wear them. Because like, you know, if you're, you know, you're, you're sick, you're run down right now. <laughs> if you have to get up and piss without somebody here to help you. I Hold on. I have to appreciate that a little bit. I love how you're like right as the as the third wave was coming down right <laughs> and you're in the hospital with covid and you're you're like free socks <laughs> well yeah i mean you know you gotta you gotta enjoy the little things in life i love like, that so much oh I mean, but, i'm so but, glad i'm friends with things, you like that's just the way my brain works like free <laughs> socks hell yeah that's so funny i love that so much nick <laughs> so she's so she's going on about it and everything. And she's, you know, like, okay, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So apparently, like, I guess people are like, I don't want to wear the yellow socks. They look tacky. And it's like, bitch, you're in the hospital. Like, who are you looking good for? Yeah. Who? Ventilator? <laughs> like, Jesus, Jesus doesn't care what you're wearing when you get there. The next stop is a big tube down your throat, lady. Get comfortable. Pretty much. She's like, you know, and I was like, do you really have to fight people on wearing these socks? I mean, they're socks. Like, what does it matter? She goes, you'd be surprised. So, you know, at this point, I think I've submitted myself in as like one of the good ones on the floor. They're like, yeah, we're actually going to take care of, we're going to take extra good care of this guy. I shouldn't say actually, because they, everyone there was very nice, very helpful. You know, it's like those nurses, some of the nicest people on the face of the earth. I'm so happy they were there because they're the only fucking people I got to see every day. I'm wearing the yellow socks. She's reading me, you know, the riot act, letting me know what's going on and all that shit. 
um, they're like, you know, if you if you feel like you're going to have trouble getting to the bathroom, please call us. You know, don't feel awkward about having to ask for help to go pee. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I can make it. You know, I've been making it even less for, you know, it, it was, you know, less distance than it was at the house to the pisser. Sure. I'm like, I've made it for a week so far. I'm like, but believe me, if I don't think I can make it, I'm calling you. I'm like, I'll be damned if I'm breaking something and pissing on myself. <laughs> I can do one or the other, but I'm not doing both. So I'm in the hospital. And You're on O2. You got your yellow I'm, sock. I'm on O2. They they hooked me. They so they had me on like a bottle of O2, like in the emergency room. Sure. I get up to the I get up to my room and they hooked me to the fucking wall. And like I think I was on I don't remember the exact numbers, but like I started on like a like a low like a and yeah I ended up I ended up somewhere. I, I think it was like 12 or something like that. It, no. my, it was high. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so, you know, and at this point, I'm like, I'm at a point where like, I'm, you know, over, this is like over the next two days, I'm hitting that. They're giving me, I think it was like uh, Rand, Randresivir, I think was the drug of choice when they were treating me. Yeah. And then I got that's an antiviral, uh, right? Like that's that's what they're giving people. Who Honestly, I don't fucking remember. They They explained it all to me, but like, it's one of those things. I mean, like, I know, like, uh, I'm holding my fingers, like, almost touching. <laughs> like, 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 I know, like, imagine, like, hold your fingers up and, like, squint real hard to where you can see, like, if you're looking at somebody's head and you can squish their head. Like, <laughs> that's how much I know about medical shit. So, you know, and this is where I found out that uh, COVID, I, I had no idea that COVID-19 was uh, pneumonia, actually, yeah. fun, funnily enough. Um, I had no, I had no idea. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, yeah, uh, you have viral pneumonia. That's what COVID is. And I was like, huh. Well, it's, I thought it was the, but then that's, this is how they explained it to me. So my, my COVID-19, yeah. apparently because everyone's is different now. I don't, I don't know. It, and this is what a doctor explained to me. And so I, and, and I'm much closer to a janitor than a doctor. COVID-19, you can have pneumonia secondary to COVID. Like your 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 pneumonia was caused by COVID. Your the, the infection can take place in different systems or have like a multi-system response, or you get nothing at all. Or one guy lost three toes. So th- they gave me the the rendez- They were giving me rendezvous and that and that whole time. And it's like I'm like I. At this point, like, I'm like, damn, you know, like, I'm, I'm getting it. Like, shit. You know, I have, it's a viral pneumonia. Yeah. They're like, yeah, it, like, it, it's all over in your lungs. And I'm like, oh, am I on, like, do I need to be on, like, a, am I going to be on, a, like, am I going to be on a ventilator? Because, like, you know, the only thing I knew from the news was, like, if you're on a ventilator, you're dead. It's like a, it was like a 14, I, I think it's some, last time I checked, like, 14% of people got off a ventilator. Yeah. Yeah, like if you got put on a ventilator, you were gonna die. And they're like, "Well, I mean, your O2 has to go a lot. It has to go higher." And I'm like, "Well, well how much? Like, because you know, at this point, like, every time like the doctor came in, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna raise your O2." And I was like, "Once again, like, I'm not super smart on all this medical stuff, but like, sure. that doesn't sound good to me." <laughs> and you know, at this point, I'm like, you know, once again, I'm just like sitting in a room reading playing yeah. video games and it's like i have to like order food like i get on the phone and talk to somebody and i'm like yeah i want to have like blah yeah 
Like, I want to have the eggs and bacon for breakfast. Well, because I'm in COVID protocol, my food gets made and then gets delivered to outside my room on a table. Because the people that deliver the food to all the rooms, they aren't allowed to go in my room because I'm in COVID protocol. So then my food sits there until my nurse gets a chance to come around and bring in my food to me. Well, that sucks. Right. So I learned real hard. I learned it it took me a couple days to figure it out. But like I ordered like chicken nuggets and things that could sit for a bit. Because like, you know, I think I ordered like, uh, oh, I ordered something. But like it sat and got real soggy and like I like ate part of it. And the nurse was like, oh, yeah, uh, you should really be ordering stuff that, you know, can sit for a bit. Yeah. She's like, we can, she's like, and this was like day like two or three or whatever. She's like, I can get you like a roast beef sandwich. And I was like, that sounds delicious right now. <laughs> and I was like, and can I trouble you? <clears throat> it was like the first day I, I started like feeling a little better. Like yeah. I was up and, re- you know, I didn't sleep like a hundred percent of the day. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, makes sense. It's one of those things. Like I, sometimes I feel like I'm dead inside because I'll talk about this shit and it's like, yeah, like it really sucked and like going through it. Like you know, like you know, I had those points where I'm like, damn, I don't like know what's gonna happen. But I mean, for the most part, I'm a pretty, you know, glass half full. Like I wasn't, you know, you know, I was able to breathe and I wasn't on a ventilator yet. And I'm like, well, they haven't put me on it yet. I made it this far. Well, I mean, you want to talk about how full your glass is, right? Like, you're able to go to an advanced Western hospital. Yeah. And yeah, you're you know, able to be not like, treated by yeah. advanced Western medicine. And you'd end up on a fucking ventilator. Like, yeah. like in, in fucking New Delhi in India, they were burning bodies in the streets by the yeah. thousands. And they were just dumping them in the Ganges River. And then, like, hundreds were washing up on shore. These were COVID deaths, right? And so that means thousands were going into the Pacific. And, like, like holy shit. Like, your glass is so full. <laughs> like, it's kind right, of... Right, Like, you yeah. know, it's one of those things, like, it sucked. And, you know, I had it and I got hospitalized. But at the same time, like, you know, I see, you know, and it's like looking back at it, it's like, I, you know, it was a serious thing. Like, I, you know, I could have died. But at the yeah. same time, I'm like, I'm kind of a big baby about it. Like, you know, I just laid in bed for a week and, you know, had oxygen and they pumped me full of drugs and shit. Like, it could have been a lot worse. You're right. Like, it could have been a lot worse. Like, ah, because I mean, I totally went into like when I found out I had COVID, I was like, ah, I'm going to sleep for a couple of days and I'll be fine. I'll rub yeah. some tussing on it. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we got to go see somebody professional about this shit so they can rub some Tussin on it. <laughs> Hope Tussin doesn't make ventilators. I know, right? <clears throat> so, you know, I get that. I get out. And they're like, yeah, you can uh, finish out your week off and then go back to work, like, next week. And I was like, all right. And then yeah. you just, so, just went back to work after that? Yeah, you just go back to work. And I mean, so I was, I was like, it. thank God the guys I work with, all fantastic people. Because like, they took better care of me than I did. So they gave me a uh, an inhaler 
And yeah. we're like, hey, you had pneumonia, dumbass. You're, you're like, uh, uh, lug capacity is probably never going to be what it was. And I was like, well, great. It wasn't that good to begin with. I mean, I did smoke and do other things, you know. Right. You know, it's not like I'm the most healthy person in the world. I'm a big boy. <clears throat> but they're like, yeah, you know, it's not going to be what it was before. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but they're like, yeah, you know, just don't expect to be like back to 100% right away. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, your lungs need time to recover still more. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And of course, you know, like, and at this point, like, I trust the doctors on everything. Sure. And they're that. And I'm like, I'll carry the inhaler with me. Whatever, you big crybabies. Yeah. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, you know, like, I go back to work and they send me, like, my first couple jobs they send me out on are, like, just deliver, make a couple deliveries with somebody. And, like, I'm pushing an empty stack of crates on wheels that probably weigh, like, 20 to 30 pounds total. Yeah. Across flat, level ground. And I'm getting out of breath. And they're like, Nick, didn't you, don't you have an, because I had told him like, hey, I have an inhaler, you know, I should be fine. But, you know, if I get short of breath, I'll just hit it a couple times. We'll, you know, cross my fingers, do a little dance and hope everything will be all right. Like, that's how inhalers work, right? Like, you know, but you don't have, yeah. And they also gave me this little, uh, I don't even think I still have it. Uh, It's probably in a box somewhere. Sure. Because, you know, I moved since then. Sure. But it was a it was a tube with another tube at the end with a ball in it, and you blew in the tube and it lifted the ball. Lung, lung the test your lung capacity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That thing is the fucking devil. Yeah. Those things fucking blow, <laughs> and I mean every double entendre possible with it. God damn, I hated that thing. I well, how, how that was what they they're like yeah you need to blow this and I was like at the hospital I was like sweetie I know like we've gotten close you've been the <laughs> only person I've been able to see but I have a girlfriend <laughs> I'm I have a, I'm happily in a relationship I mean I could introduce you to where we could see where things went and she just no you <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> I was I made, You're a brave I made man. Quick friends with all of my nerve I made quick friends with all my nurses because like so on my floor was like a bunch of old people and like they'd get like they'd be in my room like taking my temperature and shit and like they'd get a call well i mean it it makes sense for you to make friends with everybody because like you know they're going to help everyone regardless but i have to imagine they're you know just basic like like oh this nick guy he's not an asshole to me like the other three well, people are so, and that was the thing is it's like they'd come in i'd be like hey how's it going and they'd be like good how are you i'm like i'm still here i'm alive i'm like i'm still alive and you know like i'd make stupid jokes like you know like, at my own expense or you know just sure. at this shitty situation where you're like how are you doing like well i'm not dead yet yeah emphasis on yet <laughs> Don't you bring that tube in here. You yeah. take the ventilator away. I was like, you know, like, look, you know, just as long as you don't smother me when I sleep with their pillow, I think we're good, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, they're like, I'm like, is it really that? Like, they'd walk in, they'd look all pissed off. I'm like, is it really that bad out there? Like, 
God, I don't know if I want to leave this room now. I'm a changed man. Feel safer in here. I found the Lord. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, you'd be surprised at just how angry people are to just be in the hospital. I'm like, I mean, I'm not happy about it, but what's taking it out on you going to do? Like, yeah, literally, I'm like, you're literally the one putting shit into my veins. Like right now, because when I was having this conversation, she was literally like putting the Randresivir in the machine to pump it through my shit. Yeah. And like someone's calling her and talking shit to her. Like, you like, know, at one point, at one point, the lady answered the phone and she looks like she looks at the number calling. And she answers it, and she's holding it up in front of her face, screaming into the receiver. I mean, it's not screaming, but talking very sternly. Sure. You know, if you've had a if you've had a parental figure that that had that, like they sternly talk to you, but like that's their screaming voice. This is what that voice was. Oh yeah. And she's like, "Don't you get out of bed? You get out of bed, you will fall. You will fall, and you will break your hip again." <laughs> And I was just like, oh, my God. I'm like, do you need to go? Like, I'm okay. Like, you can come and do this later. I'm not going anywhere. I'm pretty much chained to this bed. Like, my oxygen's in the wall. Literally, I'm I'm tethered to the wall. <laughs> I can not, only go so far. Not going anywhere. And, of course, anywhere. at this point, she's laughing. And she's like, they can wait until I get your medicine started. And I'm <laughs> like, all right. Like, you don't Fuck have to make excuses for me. I'm like, if you just want to come back in and tell people I'm dying or whatever, and only you can save me, that's just by what, like 20, 30 minutes? I'm like, you just come in, hang out, have a good time. I'm like, it's great. I can order us some Pepsis. Man, I'm I'm so glad that you, uh, well, didn't die. Yeah, I know. Me too, right? and, and, And very selfishly, because... Because then I got to meet you at that Irish American festival. We got to be friends. Yeah, and Celtic Fest. Celtic Fest. Yeah, I knew it was something to do with that. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we drank. We drank entirely too much in an entirely too hot weather. You told me what a Scotch egg was because you know <laughs> it was on the board, and then I bought it and ate half, and then gave you the other half because I was like, ah, oh. I mean, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I don't even but you remember. you know, Scotch egg. Not so much for me. I don't remember. I just remember trying to throw up in the bathroom and I couldn't. <laughs> uh, this was after that. You had told me that and I was like, you need to eat, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I do need to eat. And then we went and got hot dogs, I think. We got hot. Oh, wow. I lost. Oh, we, got, like, we got like foot long hot dogs. I mean, like. Hold your hand up, make a fist, and then slap that in a bun. That was the hot dog we got. Wow. I do not remember that at all. Oh, it happened. We okay. ate Sherwin, we ate wieners together. I, you know, it, it wouldn't be the first time that I've eaten wieners with a strange man. I get it. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I think we'll wrap it up there, sir, unless you have more to add. Well, no, no, I think I'm good. I think I've rambled long enough for you. <laughs> I I I can't appreciate you enough taking the time to cuz I I mean, well, first of all, guys like you are really important, right? Because uh you fix things. Like little shit. Sure. Like the civilization runs on a guy who knows how to take apart a circuit breaker, who's he, what's he, which it whatever. 
And they're like, oh, if I put this thing on this thing, the light turns on. Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not that guy. Because, like, yeah, I, I have a liberal arts degree, which is great. But also, I don't understand how, like, the electrical grid works. You know, I don't know how to, like, take apart shit and put it back together. Our country runs on guys like you, right? Every day I just showing that. up, just fucking making this spin in the plates. And, and and maybe if you guys can spin the plates long enough, everyone else can figure out their feelings or whatever. And not only that, but your story, it's almost like a little time capsule of last year, right? And while it's specific to you, it applies because lots of people were in the hospital, lots of people, new people in the hospital, lots of people were unemployed, lots of people, new people who died. Like they'll be able to relate to so many different aspects of your story. And I cannot thank you enough. And I'm so glad that uh, we became friends. And Very much so. Glad I, I met you. I'm so I look look forward to seeing you again in Ohio very soon. Um, Hell yeah! And with that, this is Derwin from the Blanket Fortress Solitude, and I will see you next Monday morning at zero seven hundred. Lima's like way north, man. Got it. I yeah, I, I know like Lima's a great town. Like, where the fuck else do you does your entire population get together and vote against having a fucking college put in in favor of a fucking jail? Did you not know this? What what I, so Lima Lima, Ohio, they had the they had an opportunity where they were either gonna get a jail or a college they got together and they're like hey if we have a college it's actually going to drive the crime rate up that's not so if you have a college you have a bunch of drunk college kids around so they they got together and they like there was a lot of like thought and effort put into it but they decided through through uh like voting at the polls that they'd rather have a they'd rather have a jail put in than a college you know a lot of my and buddies I'm not gonna lie there's a fucking travesty against the US right there because had they have had a college their mascot would have had to have been the lima beans <laughs> <laughs> and if you want you should put this at like the end because this is just a complete side tangent it's you know <laughs> i think i might oh my god like right after the that, credits that fun little thing like and that's just completely hearsay from things that like old people have told me about lima ohio you know a lot of my buddy's stories about lima kind of making sense now <laughs> Thank you.